And honestly, there are so many things out there that are out of our control. Things we will never see coming, things that we just have to learn how to navigate through the best that we can and just take one day at a time. But how we react to these situations, the choices we make towards the life we want to live or the person we want to be, that is always going to be in our control. Hey, it's Carly Byrne. Welcome back to another episode of Taking Life Offline. Today, we're talking all about choices. Yes, choices. And I encourage you to really listen closely because choices, yeah, they're pretty powerful. They're pretty important. The ability to choose might just be one of the biggest things that is taken for granted these days. One of the biggest opportunities that we have to be able to align with God's will for us and for our life. By the end of our conversation today, I hope I've been able to inspire you and move you into action to be more intentional and more aware of our choices. Now with that, let's get into it. And I wanted to begin with a little story about how I got here to the point I am now, which is just sitting here recording these podcast episodes and sharing with you and trying to put this message out into the world and help as many people as I can. I'm choosing to start with when I graduated high school because I feel like that's when you really start to make a lot of decisions for yourself and for your life when you finally become that adult and you're moving out on your own and that's exactly what I did. I decided to attend college a couple hours north from where I grew up, moved to a little college town, got a little place by myself, didn't go with any friends, didn't even have a car. I lived about 10 minutes um, off of campus, so I'd have to walk to class. It was about a 10 minute walk or I'd catch a bus. It was a couple minute ride to get me to campus. As I find myself there working this little job in a small cafe in the basement of the arts building and attending these college classes that I had anticipated, finally getting to this point in my life. I was so excited to go to college. I'd seen both my sisters go to college. Both my sisters loved it. They had wonderful experiences, made great friends. And there I was, like literally a week into being at college, not liking any of my roommates, having a really hard time liking where I was living, not liking going to classes, feeling so unaligned. This is one week into getting there. So I thought, okay, I need to be around different people. Maybe I need to move. So I did. I moved onto campus so then I could better walk to my classes, walk to my work, and then come back. And guess what? The move, it didn't help. I still could barely get myself to get out of my apartment and go to class. Not because I was depressed, I just didn't want to (laughs) go. I did not see the point for me. I would sit there in class like feeling so anxious to get out of there, so ready to get out of there, feeling so suffocated. That's what I'm looking for. I felt so suffocated. If I could use one word to describe my college experience, it would be suffocating. If you've ever felt like this is just not what you're supposed to be, you're just like so unaligned in your life. That is exactly how I felt. So what I decided to do was... After this first semester ended, I was going to move home and then figure out what to do from there. But all I knew was where I was right now at college was not where I was supposed to be. I could not stay there another day past the end of the semester. So finally, the semester, hallelujah, comes to an end. I finally moved back home and I'm sitting there going, what am I going to do now? 
Oh, okay. I really like to exercise. It's something I've always liked to do. So maybe I would like personal training or like group fitness. So I got an internship, which was personal training, a little bit of physical therapy, and a little bit of group. By group, I mean like teaching two people at a time, um, like a fitness routine that I made up myself. So I did this for about five months, and as I was nearing the end of those five months, I was counting down the days until this internship ended because I figured out this didn't feel good either. I did not like personal training at all. (laughs) I didn't want to go the next morning at six o'clock in the morning. I did not want to be there. So I'm sitting there again, approaching the end of this internship going, now what am I going to do? And this time, I was like, okay, maybe I'll try college again. Maybe I'll go to this college I've always wanted to go to that's three hours in the opposite direction of the first college I went to in a super hot desert town. Maybe I will go there and this will feel better. So I moved down there, do a summer semester this time at this college. My boyfriend at the time, now husband, went down there and did a semester with me as well. We stayed for the summer near the end of our summer of like taking like two classes all summer long and pretty much just having like a free summer to do whatever we wanted we decided okay we're ready to take life more seriously now so let's move back home and I was like okay I'll attend a college that's close by to my hometown so I'll just live at home and commute back and forth to college so that's what we do we move back home I go to this other college And I'm pretty sure I didn't even finish the semester here. I'm pretty sure I probably made it a month or two before I found myself again feeling so suffocated. The same feeling that I had the first time when I went to my first semester of college. That feeling of this is not where you are supposed to be. And at this point, I could not ignore it anymore. I literally could count on one hand how or two hands how many times I actually attended class that semester and I'm pretty sure I dropped out because I just knew that this was not where I was supposed to be this feeling cannot be normal everyone else is here having this college experience loving it making friends attending their classes doing the things you're supposed to do instead of just like accruing all this debt I guess my husband jokes he's like you just wanted to like know what it felt like to have a little bit of college debt didn't you so I leave college I decide closing that chapter I'm never going back Instead, I decided to just find a job, start working, find something that maybe I enjoy working and doing, and I got married as well. Okay, woo, that was a lot. If you're still listening, thank you, because I know I'm the poorest storyteller in the world. It is something that I really would like to get good at. I need to like spend a lot of time working on that, but I know right now I really suffer. So thanks for still sticking in here with me. And there is a point and a purpose to me sharing this, I promise. And this is the point. The point is, there are many paths that we can choose in our life. If we are fortunate enough to have our freedom, there's actually a lot that we get to decide. In my story, I chose to attend college or not to attend college. And I decided to attend college at first, just to know what it felt like, like I said, to feel what college debt felt like. And then I decided to switch paths. And this is exactly what I want to emphasize right now, is that I decided to switch paths. That's okay. Switching paths, that's something that we have the choice to do. Maybe you're hating your job. Maybe you're feeling some obligation to stay in that and just figure out how to make it work because you went to school for this. And this was what was supposed to be your thing. But deep down, you're feeling maybe like I felt suffocated like this this isn't it 
It is okay to try something new. In fact, I believe that that very feeling of unalignment with whatever you're doing, whether it be work or school or personal life, I believe that might just be God trying to get through to you, trying to impress on you to act differently, to lean in on him, to turn to him and ask him what he's wanting, what he's needing from you, and then acting even through uncertainty, but having faith that he will guide you, that he will direct you to exactly where he needs you to be. He has a plan. An example of this is when I left my corporate job where I was making decent money for having a dual income with my husband and I. And it should have been a job that I loved. It should have been a place where I felt comfortable around these great and amazing people with lots of opportunity for growth. However, I felt so drained. Like I said before, I'd walk through the doors to go into work and instantly all the energy would just drain out of my body and I could not be myself no matter how hard I tried, no matter how much I talked to myself the night before to prep myself for going into work and just trying to be like, why can't you just be yourself? Why can't you just have the energy? Why can't you just, why, why, why? But clearly there was a different plan for me. So I couldn't shake the feeling. I put in my two weeks notice without having a plan, just having the confirmation from God that this is what he needs me to do. He needs me to leap in faith and trust that he will catch me and take me to where he needs me to go next. So I did, and in doing so, I found myself working a receptionist job where I got paid maybe a third of what I was making for my last job and only working part-time now. But doing this opened up more space and more time for me to figure out how I could better contribute to the world, what I could do to be of service to others and to fulfill God's will for me. At this time, I also got pregnant with our first daughter. So in hindsight, I can look back and say, oh, that was him helping me slow my life down, getting us to a point where we realized that we didn't need both of us to be working this much. We didn't need me to go to this job that I hated in order for us to continue to be okay financially in our life. That was his plan for me to be able to come home and be with our baby girl. And honestly, there are so many things out there that are out of our control, things we will never see coming, things that we just have to learn how to navigate through the best that we can and just take one day at a time. But how we react to these situations, the choices we make towards the life we want to live or the person we want to be, that is always going to be in our control. I mean, there are things all of us could do more of or drop altogether that would make our lives happier healthier, more energized, and I'll share a few of mine. Beginning with social media. I dropped social media eight years ago. That choice, that has shaped so much of me, my life, and my family today. It was one of the greatest decisions, hands down, that I have made for my life, that God had put that call on my heart, that urge to leave, eight years ago, just to see what I would do, see how I'd react to it, see if I would listen, and then most importantly, act. And over time, he's built me and helped me be able to see that the reason he needed me to do that over eight years ago was so that I could be here, sitting here today, encouraging you and helping you to do the same. Another choice of mine that on the flip side is one I really need to work on is that I don't eat well right now and I don't take the best care of my body. I'm kind of in survival mode right now with a nine-month-old who still just does not sleep very well. She's up a couple times a night, so I really haven't gotten more than like a four hour stretch of time of sleeping in like 
I can't remember how long because when you're pregnant, you don't sleep either. And because of this, I just don't have the energy to exercise the way that I would like to. And all I want to do is eat sugar all the time. And while my baby, she sleeps so poorly, that isn't really in my control. What I'm choosing to put inside my body, that is. If I'm wanting better energy, which I am, I know I should make healthier food choices. I know I should eat better, even if I'm still gonna be low on sleep. Eating better can at least give me a better chance of having more energy throughout the day. I know this. I know I need to be eating more than one healthy meal a day, which dinners are about the only healthy meal I eat a day. The rest of it is, let's be honest, just crap. Because I know of this, it should be easy, right? Wrong. It is not always easy, which I'm sure you know. While we sometimes might surely know what choice we should make next, that does not make it easy. Why is it so hard when it actually comes down to completing the act or stopping to complete the act? It can be so difficult, especially when it's the fastest and easiest thing to do to just grab the already packaged processed food that's waiting for me right there on the shelf. And I'm so hungry and I just want to eat now. Maybe for you, you know you should quit social media. You know it's taking from you more than it will ever be able to give back. Yet you're still there, still falling back into old toxic patterns and behaviors that have already taken so much from you. You have the choice to be or to not be on social media. The choice to waste or to not waste your time. When we have a choice to make and we know what choice we need to make and we know it's going to be hard, we know it's not going to be easy. What do we do? And I do not have all the answers, but I will share with you what I am doing to intentionally move through my difficult choices that I know will be so worth the struggle in the end. I'm choosing to fill my pantry and fill my fridge with better options. And better yet, I'm choosing to prep the food ahead of time. I'm chopping up all the vegetables at the beginning of the week so that when I'm hungry, they're ready to go. So instead of wandering into the pantry and grabbing the quickest, most accessible thing, which is that chocolate chip granola bar and the pack of fruit snacks that if you're wondering if I buy them for my toddler or for myself, it's a little bit of both because they're those funnable ones and they're so good, <laughs> which probably sounds so disgusting, but I think they're so good. But do they make me feel good? No, they don't. Anyway, instead of grabbing all that food that is for my very picky toddler, I can grab the vegetables that I've already prepped and ready to go in the fridge. I can grab the pack of pistachios. I can grab the apples that are already sliced up and in a bag ready for me to take them and grab and go. This planning ahead piece is huge for me because it allows me to have a plan in place so that when the time comes for me to go grab something, I'm not just scrambling, grabbing something really quick without putting much thought into it. I think taking a similar approach to this by taking it one day at a time, by planning ahead of what you're going to do instead of scroll next time you're in that situation, writing out your goals to look at them when you're feeling tempted and just having heightened awareness and recognition around how this platform is really making you feel, that can snap you back into reality of why you're here making this decision. An approach similar to this or starting out like this would be super helpful if gearing up to quit social media. Our choices, you guys, the big ones, the luxury ones, the smallest ones down to the little tiny details of our daily lives. These choices, they ultimately shape what our lives become, who we become. It's an opportunity and a gift that's often treated too lightly and taken for granted. Don't take your ability to choose 
for granted. This is your life. This is your life. That's a pretty big deal. In fact, that's a huge deal. In fact, that's everything. So my friend, let's take advantage. Let's decide today we're going to take advantage of the most powerful thing that is in our control, our choices. Let's choose to choose better, to choose more intentionally to choose to act in alignment with God's will for you, even though it will not be easy, even though it might require you to act in great faith. Let's choose the hard choice that we know is going to benefit us in the long run. But most importantly, just be aware that you can choose. Some things that may not be serving you well anymore right now in your life could be the result of a choice that you made in the past that you might need to move on from in order to move closer to the greatest version of you. All right, with all of that, let's get into our action step for today. I challenge us to be intentional with our choices, to snap out of default habit mode and think before we do. Let's intentionally choose and see how it can positively impact our well-being and our lives. Thank you so much for being here and tuning into another episode of Taking Life Offline. I appreciate you taking the time to let me be in your ear and inspire and move you into action. That is my hope and my goal. And if you enjoyed today's episode, I would appreciate it so much if you would take two seconds to leave an honest review about what you think about the show, what I could do to improve, what you think is working well, what takeaways you are applying into your life. Thank you so much in advance and I will catch you next Monday. Monday.